Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, whatever it may be for you. Thank you for tuning into BTG, also known as Be That Girl Podcast. I am Caitlin Ullman, and I am your host. So I promised y'all an episode with Ashlyn, but she flaked on me. Just kidding. Actually, what happened is that she came over on Sunday, and we were supposed to lay out, then record the episode, right? So we sat down on the couch, and we're like, okay, we'll record it in a minute. We both just needed to take a break and lay, you know, for a minute. So two hours later, and we both fell asleep and took a nap. So I guess once y'all are reach your mid-20s, you'll understand. But like for me, if I lay on the couch, I'm falling asleep. I ain't getting back up. Um, I'm always tired, and I'm always down to sleep, and that's exactly what happened. So I promise that you guys will get that episode with her in a couple of weeks. But for now, you'll have to deal with just me again, like you. So I've been wanting to do this episode a lot, so I figured this week would be the perfect time because something that I see a lot on both social media and like I talk about every single um, week, I'm a high school teacher, I see so many toxic relationships constantly. I don't have any data on this, but I do think it's safe to say that there are more toxic relationships than there are healthy relationships. Not only are toxic relationships everywhere, but as a society, we almost glorify them. I see people all the time talking about, it's actually like a TikTok trend right now. Um, The caption is like, we tried again and we did it right this time. But how many chances are you going to give someone to prove that they're not the right person for you? I used to be the queen of toxic relationships. Actually, almost every single relationship that I've ever had was toxic, which is really sad. And it's not all them. It's partly me too. It's definitely a mix. Um, While those toxic relationships taught me a lot, I can say with my whole heart, it's not, it's no longer what I want. I want to feel safe. I want to feel accepted. I want to feel supported. I don't want to have to compete. I don't want to feel anxious. I want a healthy, secure love. And I think a lot of people look at healthy relationships as boring. I know I did while I was growing up, but actually, um, when I was in high school, I can remember a very specific relationships that I literally would text my friends and be like, should I start a fight with so-and-so? We haven't fought in a while. It's boring. I literally used to crave the dramatics because of the makeups, the love bombing. But as I've gotten older and lived more life, I know that that's not real love. It's infatuation. It's attachment. It's what you're used to. One of my biggest pet peeves in life is when people are like, we've been together two years or 
all that time would have been wasted or something along those lines. Having history with someone is not an excuse to stay in a toxic, unhealthy situation. If anything, it's more of an excuse to leave that situation because you already have wasted that much of your life on something that's not your forever. I used um, to use, oh, but we've been together for however many years in arguments with my significant others. But how many of those years were actually happy? Time spent together does not equal time spent happily together. I wouldn't say it's time wasted, but you learned a lesson. Now it's time to keep it pushing and time to let go. One of my favorite sayings, y'all know I'm a quote girl, is people are put into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. The pain comes when we put them into the wrong category. As I have said many times before, I am a huge everything happens for a reason person. The struggle comes when I or anybody in this world refuse to accept that reason. Anyway, I've spent the majority of my dating years in toxic relationships slash situationships, and they have taught me a lot. I could give you guys things that I've learned for days, lessons that I've learned for days, but today I'll just start with five. The first one, if you have to compete with someone or something for someone's full undivided attention and full undivided love, then you are not really what they want. Let me say that again. If you have to compete with any other woman, any other man, any other object for someone's undivided attention, then you are not what they want. I've loved two men in my life. The first I loved for about two years and the most recent I've loved for about three years. There was never a time in either of those periods that I made them have to compete with anyone or anything for my complete and undivided attention. I see so many girls, and I have been this girl, that glorify being the main girl, even when they know that their man has side girls. They're okay with him doing this and that. Go out and do your thing, baby, as long as they're the one that he comes home to at night. Now, let me tell y'all, this is going to come off rude, but as soon as I hear a woman say, he knows where home is, or he knows where his, he lays his head at night, I'm outie. I cannot be your friend, and at the end of the day, I really don't have any respect for you because that's mortifying. That's mortifying for you as a woman. It's degrading to yourself as a woman. At some point, we as women have to look and realize we're, we aren't even wanting their love. We're not even wanting their attention. We're just wanting to win. It's no longer about the relationship. It's about beating the other woman. If someone truly loves you and wants to be with you, you do not have to compete because you've already won. Number two, you can't change someone unless they want to change themselves. I'm going to address something with this one, something that has been extremely hard for me to learn and I think most women need to take some notes on as well. Most of our lives we live in our head, especially as women. I know there has been night after night after night that I've laid in my bed and I've romanticized every little thing that a man has ever said or done. They can do the absolute bare butt minimum, but in my head, I'm making it seem as if they've just swept me off my feet because that's what I want, even if they're not actually doing it. It's almost like if I just sit there and I think about it long enough to convince myself that the situation is more than it is, I'll validate my feelings and being, validate my relationship with that person. We even give our significant others or the people that we're interested in a completely new personality just to make them fit the idea of them that we want that's in our head. At the end of the day, no one can live up to the romanticized version of somebody that we have in our heads. With that being said, 
I've fallen for the potential that people have had numerous times in my life. In my head, you know, I see how great they can be, how great we can be together. If only I can just make them act right. If only I can change this about them or that about them. Ladies, believe me when I tell you that you cannot change a man. A man will not change for you. No matter how many times you beg or you please, a man will not do anything that a man does not want to do. The one and only time that a man will ever change in his life is when they decide within themselves that they have found someone or something worth changing for. And as hard of a pill as it is to swallow, if he is not choosing to change for you, you are not and you will never be that person for him. That one comes out a little harsh, but I'm passionate about that one. <laughs> so number three, I stole this from TikTok, but I want to elaborate it on a little bit. Um, have you all heard that sound? This is a Steve, Hardy, Steve Harvey audio when he's like, do not let a man have to tell you twice that he does not want you. I have to tell you guys, when I first started hearing that audio, I had to skip over it. But with the place that I was at mentally, emotionally in my life, I felt personally attacked. I felt victimized, all the above. But as I've continued to heal from my past relationship, I have been able to hear that audio and really sit there and reflect on the truth that comes with it. Men, this goes for women too. But just in terms of the audio, if a man tells you no, he tells you that he doesn't want you, that he's not ready, believe him. Believe him every single time because while they do lie a lot, they are not lying about what they do not want. It is not a try harder. It's not a just not right now. It is a no, a strong no. I personally have heard the I don't want a relationship right now as an opportunity to try harder. And oh, maybe hopefully hopefully he will want one with me in the future. Baby, he may have left off the with you at the end of that sentence, but trust me, he meant it. He does not want a relationship. Emphasis on the with you. Don't give him the opportunity to use you for his needs, but then drop you again later on. Now for the fourth one, I'm going to tell you about my on and off again, most previous relationship. I low-key get a little bit embarrassed talking about this because I know better now. But as we went through these on and off phases in this relationship over the past three years, I would think to myself, if only I can just remind him of how great it was when we were together. I would text him things like, I miss how perfect we were together you know, you miss, you know, you miss it too. We were perfect. We were amazing. Like all this stuff, just trying to remind him of like the good times. And actually on last new year's, I told myself I was going to give him one last shot to either be with me or end it, which I have stuck to. And I am extremely proud of because was one of the hardest things to get out of my life. Like when I tell y'all, I loved that man. I loved that man. But anyway, that's a story for another day. I texted him and I texted him and said, I am sending you this because I know how perfect we were for each other and I don't want to give up on that, but I can't keep trying to make you realize that. I should not have to convince you that what we had was worth it. And I was right. Number four is you cannot make someone realize your worth and you cannot make someone feel the way that you feel. Rule number one to be that girl. Never beg someone to stay. And as much as you sit there and you send those long paragraphs, you try harder, you beg, you plead. At the end of the day, you cannot make someone feel or think something that they just don't. So save the paragraphs, accept the closure you're not going to get, and move on with your life. Last thing, this kind of goes hand in hand with the fourth. If someone can't decide whether or not they want you, then they do not want you. So often, I see people get addicted to the highs and the lows of on and off again relationships. But as I said earlier, 
It's not love. It's attachment. Yes, regardless of how healthy or toxic your relationship is, you will have ups and downs. You'll have fights. You'll have your good days. You'll have your bad days. But normal relationship ups and downs are not breaking up every two months. It's not being emotionally and verbally abused, manipulated, then being loved bombed just to be rung back in. If someone consistently has to take breaks from you to decide whether or not that want, they want to be with you, that you guys are supposed to be together, you're not. At the end of the day, you are just not. Don't be a girl who is just along for the ride because soon you'll look back and see you wasted six, seven years of your life for someone who only wanted you because you were always available, not because they actually love you. Stop being always available. Stop glorifying the they always come back lifestyle. Girls always brag about this. And I mean, honestly, even as I've said this, I'm guilty of this as females to make other people in our lives feel better about their current situation. We'll be like, oh, but they, they always come back. Why are we glorifying that? They told you they do not want you. Why are we sitting here waiting for them to come back? They never come back because they actually want you. They come back because you're easy, because you're available. You're someone that they're used to. You're someone that they can always fall back on. But at the end of the day, something will go down and they will leave time and time again. If you were truly what they wanted, they would have never left in the first place. Like I said, I could give you guys probably 50 lessons that I've learned from toxic relationships, but this is all I have time for today. If you guys want more, slide in the DMs or comments on TikTok or Insta. It is at sign be that girl podcast on both of them. Other than that, I promise you guys that Ashton and I will get that next episode out to you soon. But until then, I love y'all and I will catch y'all later. XOXO, the queen.